Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for joining the show. Well, today I'll be talking about small dog syndrome and is it real or not? I had a question come in from Paul and we were talking in, in a little bit of depth about it. And I thought before I went any deeper, I thought I would record this on the show so we can listen to this. So I hope you enjoy it. Small dog syndrome, what do I think about it? I think it is not real. Well, it is a real in a way, but it's not that small dogs have a syndrome that they just get to be little assholes and big dogs don't have that. My real reason of why I think it exists is that small dogs are small. So a small dog biting or a small dog lunging or a small dog going to bite somebody is a lot less of a risk than if a big dog were to do it. So we have to think about not just the mentality of the dog, but the mentality of the owner or the handler handling the dog when they're when they're with them so we'll talk about my dogs nookie versus spades now nookie doesn't have small dog syndrome and what does that mean for people that don't understand it well i guess you wouldn't have downloaded the episode if you don't know what it is and if you do then you want to learn more so awesome it's when people have small dogs and the dogs are lunging and and making a big racket and carrying on we say oh that dog's a small dog syndrome and you know just don't worry about her um she's just a small dog and that's just what they do you know a pomeranian a chihuahua can have these these tendencies and it's true for sure, some dogs are more lo- likely to be fearful and reactive compared to compared to others. But the truth is, it's the it's the owner or the handler's mistake by letting small dogs do whatever they want compared to big dogs. Now it's true, you know, you can have a small dog and let them do whatever you want, and if if you like that and if you don't mind that, then good on you. That's awesome, and as long as it's not posing a risk to anybody, then that's great. But I think it's annoying. I think it's not fulfilling for the dog. So I think it should be rectified. Um, so for example, if I had a Rottweiler, if I had spades walking in the lead and he was lunging and biting at somebody at six months old, you can see that's going to be a big problem. And people generally tend to do something about it, hire a professional trainer or get onto the training journey themselves. So, um, so there's that also with small dogs, our attitude of a small dog has to change. We don't see a small dog as a dog. We see him as an accessory. And if we do see them as an accessory, then we don't really mind their behavior. And we're like, hey, it's all right. She's a lap dog. She goes for a walk once a week. So, um, so they, people just dismiss it. Or like, the small dog doesn't need a walk. Like, that's the worst one. Small dogs are just like big dogs. They need to go for walks regularly. Take your dog for a walk every single day. My grandma's 94. She walks a dog twice a day, a little Pomeranian. Um, so if a 94 year old can do it, so can you. Um, I walked my dogs last night, 10 30 at night, cause it was time poor. And that was the only time that I had. So, Make that happen. Number two is do the same. Treat your small dog as if he is a big dog. So would you let the big dog jump up in your lounge and carry on and pull into the, the lead and bark at other people? And if you wouldn't, then then um then do the same thing with a small dog. But also, we have to understand why is the reactivity happening. Well, small dogs are smaller; they're weaker, so they're more tend to get fearful. For example, if I had two Labradors playing. And the Labrador pushed the other Labrador, there's not much of a big deal. If anything, they liked it. It was fun. If a small dog got jumped on, like so Nookie gets jumped on by a Labrador. Nookie's a four kilo little Maltese pom. She would find that scary and she wouldn't like that to happen. So then she would become more reactive 
in the future. Reactive could just be her running away from a dog and not wanting to engage in play because last time she got sore and she got she got um, squashed essentially. So um, so make sure that you're building confidence for your little dogs, especially while they're puppies. We want to make sure that they're having all the best experiences. You're not setting them off for failure. Don't take a little dog to a small to a dog park, especially where there's other big dogs playing. And make sure that training's happening regularly. Work lots of positive reinforcement, build good confidence, all the things that we've mentioned in previous episodes in regards to the Puppy 101 series, check that out. Also thinking about structured loose lead walking. So for example, my dogs, both of them, big dog, small dog, they both walk next to me alongside me. If I stop, they stop. I say sit, they sit. They stay there until I say okay. The same rules apply when I told them. So right now, the reason why I'm in the car and I'm not in the studio is because I'm a bit time poor and I know that if I get home, I'm going to be preoccupied by a billion other things. So, but I've just come back from a session. I do have my dogs back in, in the, in the back there. Um, if you're watching the video, you can see Nookie in the mirror there and Spades is head just behind me. So I did have him in a downstay for 20 minutes while we we're doing some, something with a little puppy until we got them to join the session. Same rules apply. So, um, so really when we're seeing small dog syndrome, we're usually generally seeing fearful dogs that deal with fear by lunging and reacting you can check out reactivity in dogs i believe that could be episode six check that out um reactivity in dogs means that the dog's barks lunge growls or um or tries to run away from from stimulus from other dogs for example so when they are barking 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 the dog disappears the dog's like aha my barking makes dogs go away and what we want to do is we want to make sure that dogs know what to do in those situations so bring more focus back onto you have some more discipline teach your dog to respect the leash and know that there's rules on the walk we don't teach dogs to lunge and react to dogs we teach them not to break the rules of the walk and that's a that's part of structured walking you can check out that episode too um do it bring focus back to your dogs learn teach your dogs that there's discipline to be done when we're out walking the walk is a job the walk is not just a walk for exercise and i think these these philosophies, these understandings, these techniques is what makes good dogs. And it's not just that small dogs do all of this, big dogs do these things too. So I guess to combat the idea of small dog syndrome is that we need to treat small dogs as if they're big dogs in terms of our responsibility towards them. Keep them active, teach them what you want them to do and don't let them get away with it if you don't like it. Don't make small dog syndrome be a myth, uh, an excuse why you don't do things. Just like the whole myth of you can't teach old dogs new tricks is a Q&A on that as well where, that we did in talking about. Is it true? Can you, can you teach an old dog new tricks? And you can, but of course, there's a whole bunch of things to consider as well. So check that episode out. But don't let that be an excuse why you don't do it. Oh, my dog's small, so that's why she does it. Um, because it's a shitty way of seeing it. And just it's just you're passing the buck. You're just making making yourself not do any of the hard work. So that's what I have to say about small dog syndrome. Um, If you have any thoughts about it, let me know. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a nice quick short one for you. I didn't want to get into too much depth about something that's pretty simple. And also, I guess one more thing before I wrap it up is if a small dog has been hurt, just as I said before, and they, they are more prone to being scared and fearful and having bad experiences. So that's something to consider. And I think that's really real. However, it's not something in their genes to say that they are. Now look at Chihuahua, for example, compared to a Labrador, you're going to see more reactive Chihuahuas and Labradors. That, that's, that's the truth <laughs> because it's just how they were bred and it's their personality. But I, and, and maybe, maybe there's some truth to that, but I've seen lots of 
chihuahuas that have been trained properly and and have been raised right and and don't have that issue so it comes down to individual doesn't come to the size of the dog and i think that's really important well, i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode much love to you all and until next time be well thank you thank you for listening to another show of life with your dog please like rate and share if you're enjoying our podcast you can also find us on instagram facebook and youtube for all dog training videos tips and techniques visit nutrispooches.com.au thank you and stay tuned for next time